No, I'm just doing all right. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. There's some hard times in the neighborhood. But why can't every day be just this good? Happy Victory Monday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Let's Get It, Chase Martos. Justin Helms here with you guys on the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday, which ended up being one of the happiest moments of my life, if not the happiest, with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs Sunday night. So here is our post Super Bowl show. This show is dedicated only to the Super Bowl, and um, we're going to get to it. But before we do, we just want to remind you guys that you can follow us on Twitter at LGI underscore podcast, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, other streaming sites, of course, YouTube. Um, and yeah, let's let's go ahead and dive into the best game of all time um the best game of all time oh god where do i even start okay i you know i i i have been flooding my social media pages with i told you this before the show i have been flooding with my social media pages with a bunch of tampa bay bucks posts and super bowl champs this and that and you know, it's like I told you. They tell you in sports, we both grew up playing sports growing up. They tell you the main thing, act like you've been there before. Well, the problem is I've never been there before. So, I'm probably being super annoying right now. That's but- I mean, yeah. And that's and that's one of that's funny because I had thought about the same thing is like whenever I saw you blowing up on social media, I thought about how I acted for Alabama winning a championship and like when you think about it like I didn't I don't know I wasn't like I didn't blow up too much you know what I'm saying like it was just like okay like well it's like, just another year for you without yeah Alabama. exactly <laughs> like, like okay like we won a championship yeah like, let me take you through the past 13 years I, I I tweeted this I one of the thousands that I sent last night I said I just let me give you a few names Mark Dominic Greg Schiano, Chris Baker, Mike Glennon, Josh McCown, Lovey Smith, Dirk Cutter, Mike Smith, Josh Freeman. The list goes on. These are these are just I think I gave nine nine people there. Nine of the thousands of people that Made my life a living hell as a Bucks fan. That's I'm surprised you didn't put James. Did you say James? Or did I miss it. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say James. Did I miss it? Oh, let me. I forgot about crab legs. Um, <laughs> crab legs. <laughs> I, 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 just 13 years of pure hell as a Bucks fan, with multiple four and twelves, five and eleven, missed draft picks. And, and you know it, it's it all just went away for 
this year. Just just an unbelievable year. Such such a special year, and it it ended by the Bucks playing their best game of the season in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and this, this you can't. There's not much I can. I can't knock anything the Bucks have done. I cannot knock the anything the Bucks have done. And I know that sounds like, well, why do you feel like you need to knock something? Why are you looking for something <laughs> bad? <laughs> why are you looking for the bad things? I'm not. I'm not looking for the bad things. It's more just like, dang, like there's not. It's not. It's like it's 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 it, they've done so correctly that it's like this you feel like you don't have anything to say you know what i'm saying so it, it, this game was played about perfectly for for the bucks like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what could have i don't know if anything really went wrong for the bucks at any time during this game so it, it, it was it was a routing you didn't expect patrick mahomes to only put up nine nine points you didn't expect him to have to throw 50 passes yep. and only complete half of them which is isn't terrible, but when you when we watch Patrick Mahomes, we're used to seeing. Well, like let's let's be honest here. A lot was garbage time, fourth quarter yards. Exactly. He had two hundred seventy yards, but let's say eighty of them were basically on a prevent defense. Exactly. But you know, to your point about about the defense, I mean, if coaches were to get Super Bowl MVPs, Todd Bowles will get the Super Bowl MVP, yeah. no Todd doubt in my Bowles. mind was coaching like he wanted another head coaching job. <laughs> he was coaching like he wanted another head job that wasn't the New York Jets. Like he he went out there and he had, and, and it's crazy because his game plan was so simple, but it was so smart and effective. Just double cover Tyreek and then send more people at the tackles than you normally would. Yeah. Pass rush, pass rush on the on the on the players that aren't starters, the ones that aren't used to being there every week. So and and it worked. Patrick Mahomes, I told you before the show, Patrick Mahomes, there was not many plays that the pass rusher that was coming after him, in my opinion, that I saw that they were even touched. It was like they were just running off the edge free. And it was like there was a few times where you where you see guys fighting through stuff like that. But then even then you see Shaq Barrett and JPP bullying the same tackles again. And then the here, here's the ironic thing. Here's the ironic thing about that is the Bucks didn't get their first sack until midway through the third quarter. And it's when Shaquille Barrett, you know, just bulldozes bulldozes his way through the left tackle. I, f I forget his name off the top of my head, but he is still holding on to him. And Shaquille Barrett just like almost to the ground is just throwing, throwing Patrick Mahomes down and, and I think the Bucks finished with three sacks total, but I mean there was constant pressure in Patrick Mahomes' face. I think I saw the stat where there was four. He threw or he ran a total of four hundred ninety-seven yards just around the like. Yeah, he he ran yeah. four hundred. He they said he had traveled four hundred ninety-seven yards while running away from pass rushers. So, like, he, he ran 497 yards, literally scrambling. Like, that's more than I think they had as a team last night. Yes, more than they had as a team last night. So, and that's ridiculous. Like, that's, that's too much. <laughs> that's just way too much. It, it's too much. And it would have been too much if they said 100, honestly. Yeah. But it's, it's just... It, it, the thing I, is, the Bucks didn't I, even blitz. Exactly. They, they blitzed the least amount that they have ever... They just had 
they were gonna force him to. They were smart. Dump it underneath, like. They're Devin, White, Devin White and Levante David almost never blitzed up the middle. They were forced on playing that that zone and and taking away taking away the Travis Kelsey hitch route over the middle. Yep, and then and then and then you could tell a little bit <clears throat> Devin White on the like. Wasn't exactly a QB spy, but you could tell he might have been the guy that they were like, if this guy runs out, like you need to be there. But it it was, I just round of applause for Todd Bowles. Like this was a perfect game plan. Like this was a perfect game plan. <laughs> Their two tackles were out. He took advantage of that. He got his safeties back. He took advantage of that <laughs> and shut down Tyreek. Travis Kelsey had his good game, but numbers wise yards wise he didn't have any touchdowns 10 catches 133 yards and like we talked about before the show he he <laughs> he got exposed last night to me too this man runs the same route every time he runs to yes. the middle of the field and sits in a soft zone and just waits for the ball to come from him and then and then if, if the ball doesn't come to him and Patrick Mahomes starts scrambling then he breaks off into a scramble route it's like he does the same thing every time and and another point that you said is why didn't they run the ball more they had 107 yards rushing. Clyde Edwards-Alaire was having a good game. Exactly. Like, they had 107 had yards carries. rushing, and most of that was off of, like, 14, 14 rushes. That's that's pretty good. Nine carries, yeah. 64 yards. Patrick Mahomes, five carries, 33 yards. Granted, most of those times were, were scramble plays. But still, it was just, to me, that you should have explored that option more. When you see that they're coming after you like this every time, like... You yeah, got to change something. On top of that, you know, the key players that I had for this game were um, the running backs for Kansas City because I said they can't run a bunch of empty sets, and with with both of their tackles missing, with reshuff, reshuffling on the offensive line, these guys aren't going to be able to handle Shaquille Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul all alone, and and I. I think Shaquille Barrett had one sack, and Jason Pierre-Paul didn't have any, but he did have some tackles behind the line and a lot of a lot of QB hurries, and um, did bad ball, did have a pass deflection too. But you know, it it's like that they went with the same thing, and Todd Bowles in the first game did not have a very good game plan, and you know, it was Carlton Davis's most embarrassing game of his career probably his whole career including college high school and Antoine Winfield Jr. probably that was his worst game of the year but you know he he, just the adjustments that he made and you know it it was just incredible and you know not only him but guys like Ndamukong Sue was I feel like he was decent this year Definitely was better with when Vita Vea was there and the two of them really teamed up nicely there. But, you know, he he had his best game with the Bucks. He had a sack and a half. And, you know, just it's like we saw the old Ndamukong Su who was becoming a, who was probably one of the most hated guys on the field in the NFL and constantly in the backfield Got it rough in the passer penalty. Had some cheap shots. Probably could have. Uh, I want to say which sack was it? I want to say it was the first Shaquille Barrett sack. 
Um, you know, he kind of got away with a little bit of a <clears throat> going down, with a little smack on the helmet there with uh, with Patrick Mahomes, but just something. You know, it, it feels like this. Everybody was saying this defense is overachieving and they're prone to give up the big plays, but I think that this defense, especially in the secondary, they they just grew up mm-hmm. in, in the playoffs and. I think another thing that's kind of an unspoken thing that you don't really think about a lot of time is that the Tampa Bay, I mean, of course, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. We see teams do it all the time and choke their leads away. But they did they didn't they they didn't do anything to give the Chiefs any type of glimpse of hope or momentum. They did nothing. No. They were not they were not gonna let them have that. Cause as soon as you let them have that. That to me, that's that's a lot of times when Patrick Mahomes really turns up. You give them their pick, their defense gets a pick or a fumble or something, and from there on, it's it's done. That's where the comeback starts. They they Tom Brady didn't make any picks. Well, Only I, one turnover, and that was the ball turning over on downs when exactly. they got a little bit too cute there at the goal line. With you have all of these weapons, I could I could name all of them, but I won't. And you go to the backup left tackle in the end zone on second and goal. Yeah, that didn't make sense. And then fourth and goal, if you're going to run the ball up the middle, I would have gone with Leonard Fournette over Ronald Jones. I would not lie. The, the, was it the third down? No, it was the fourth down play when they ran it up the middle. It might have been third. I can't remember. It might have been the third or the fourth down play when they ran it up the middle and they showed a camera angle from up top. To me, it looked like half his body was in the end zone. And I was like, but the ball wasn't. But the I ball mean, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, dang. But yeah, that was, it the, was the right that, call, that, unfortunately. That, but. that would have been the only thing that would have given them momentum. And that was like what? At the time, it was 7 7 0 or 14 0 or something it like was that? 7 to 3. 7 to 3. Seven, at the time, it's 7 to 3. And, 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 and I mean, it's not, it's hard for you to take momentum off of something that happens in the first quarter like that and, and then just go. But. <clears throat> They they needed something, and this is where I'm going to. I'm not. I'm not. I okay. First, I want to say this. I'm not taking any anything away from what the Bucks did. What the Bucks did and Tom Brady has done is 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 ridiculous. <laughs> what first year that they get on a team, go straight to a Super Bowl win, like it's nothing. Like like literally, <laughs> literally looked like it was the easiest thing in the world. Like that's ridiculous to me. So I'm not taking anything away from that. But you'd be crazy to say there wasn't some questionable calls. There is like like that. There is there that call the um. It was there was two calls that I three that I remember specifically. There was a pick, and this is what I was talking about with the momentum. The one chance I think they had the momentum. Tyron Matthew got that pick, and then they called a holding, and they took it back. They go back and review the holding. Dude put his hands on him like. One well, two. It was on like, the opposite side of the field. If if that's if that's the pro, if you're gonna call that, I guess that was my. If if there's any argument in my opinion, that's it. But I I, I can see yeah. Yeah, that play. I, I not, it. It, it just didn't look like a holding to me. Like I didn't see where he held him. Like he ran with him and he had his hands on him, but he wasn't actually know. holding. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, that I I didn't really get that one. The second one, which is way more debatable because of camera angles and everything, Miko Hardman being lined up offsides on that kick. 
On that, that was uh, okay. That, you can't line up offsides. I feel like both of them were lined up offsides. Yeah, and that was the thing. Is like from the camera. I don't know. Maybe from the camera angle that I saw it from, it didn't look like he lined up offsides to me. But I would have to see a different angle. And it's funny because it goes. <laughs> this is. Yeah, it relates to. Um, Remember Georgia, Alabama. <laughs> it's yes. just, it was lined up offsides. And I'm, I'm like, honestly, like I didn't it didn't look like Nicole Harden was lined off offsides to me. I'd have to see a different angle, so I'm not gonna go too far into that one. But the worst one, oh my god. The one in the end zone. I already know where you're going. It the one in the end zone to Mike Evans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was a bad call. I will not deny that. Dude I, literally I, I, just trips. Like he didn't even No, it, it wasn't even that, dude. It wasn't it wasn't even that for me. It was the fact that that Brady was clearly throwing that ball away. That was one of those plays where if, it was you, have it, if you have it, whatever you do, just do not take a sack and do not do anything to keep the clock running. You are going to the end zone, and if it's not there, you throw it away. And I really didn't see any contact, but he, he like, was clearly throwing the ball away. It was like, holding and i was like mike evans was not going to catch that ball he wasn't yeah and that mike evans that, is a great receiver but he's not going to catch that ball and that was what third quarter that was right before halftime that was before halftime i'm tripping yeah. that was before halftime and that and, and that really really took the wind out the sails for kansas city because they go on and they score he was pissed yeah, he was pissed. Like he he could exactly. he was never the same after that. Exactly, and and they go and score a touchdown right before half. After that, yeah, like so it it's Antonio Brown. Congrats, to Antonio Brown. I, I I don't know how you can do everything wrong and then end up in a position to succeed. And that's exactly what Antonio Brown. Did. I guess it helps to be friends with the goat. Helps what with, it helps to be friends with the goat. Exactly, because I I. I Crazy. <laughs> what the Bucks did that the Chiefs didn't is that this came down, I feel like, not only to the way the Bucks defense played, but the Chiefs defense with their penalties lost them the game. And I, I those are the, those two calls, the the defensive holding with Matthew at the interception to go up for debate, the pass interference in the end zone, that was Obvious bad call. But you can't deny that the Chiefs' DBs were holding the receivers for most of this game. I mean, they could not hang with the likes of Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, those type, Gronk. They couldn't hang with them. Like, Gronk, great game, too. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. They it was It was obvious that the Chiefs, didn't prepare for Gronk. You could tell that for sure. You could, I think, if we're being honest, what they really keyed in on was more Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Because, I mean, Mike Evans, one catch, 31 yards. Chris Godwin, two catches, nine yards. When you're looking at these stats, you're, you're thinking, like, dang, Bucks had a bad game. Like, But no, they, they spread the ball around. They got the ball to Gronk a good bit. They ran it a lot more than what they usually do and stuff like that. So it was... It was an all-around game plan, and and yeah, I won't lie. The Chiefs, when you look back, yes, the Chiefs' defense, when you look back, of course, they always say you can call the flag on every play, whatever. And and Chiefs' defense was, at times, definitely holding <laughs> Mike Evans in a yeah. on a few plays. But it's just, 
it, it, but that all being said, I want to reiterate. Those calls do not make up for 31 to 9. No. Absolutely. That does not make up for 31 to 9. Like, it, it just you had not. <laughs> yes. You had fourth and five. You made them settle for a field goal. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown game. You're still right there. Lining up offsides, like, on fourth and five. Are, are you kidding? You can't do that. You cannot do I said after that, because that drive, that drive had the defensive holding call, had the defensive holding call with the Matthew interception. Uh, I want to say there was one more, but I could be wrong. Mm. And um, I think there was an offsides prior to that. And then the Mikko Hardman offsides. I said right then, if the Bucks, the Bucks better score a touchdown right here. If the Bucks <laughs> don't score a touchdown. You can't set drive was goal. to them. <laughs> you can't settle for a field goal. You can't turn the ball over. You have to score a touchdown on this. In the very next play, Brady finds Gronk for twenty yard touchdown, I believe. It it was just it it was just meant to be. <laughs> it was just meant to be. Like Magical. I, yes. It's ridiculous. And and it just knew i now for me, growing up in the state of Georgia, watching my friends suffer from their twenty eight to three loss. Watching my Braves just lose a three to one lead in the NLCS last year, I was not, I did not I did not celebrate until Devin White picked the ball off right before or right after the two minute warning. But in that second that second quarter that touchdown, not only that touchdown, but right before halftime, the the momentum just completely changed. I mean. The Chiefs were pissed. The Chiefs were shocked on the sideline. There, there was nothing go. Tyron Matthew was not on the bench hyping everybody up. Tyron Matthew was on the bench complaining about the refs. Which another one I, I will give him is Tom Brady should have gotten that should have been an unsportsmanlike conduct on both him and Tom Brady. Um, you know, right before the half. You know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- but, yeah, this game is just, it's crazy to me. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, and that's what I just looked at on Twitter. It just it, For Tom Brady, just 10 Super Bowls, 7 wins. I'm just... Not only is he... Take hot take, success. Hot take, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this or not. Not only is he the best football player of all time, he is the best athlete of all time. Yeah, and... and, 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 and and you don't go to 10 Super Bowls, right? win seven of them, and then go to the loot. Exactly. Granted, this team played be- This team was better than seven and nine. I said that 2019 they were seven and nine, but 30 interceptions and five fumbles from Jameis Winston, and then Matt Gay missed field goals left and right. This team easily could have been 10 and six or 11 and five in 2019. They were. All they, I said it. All they had to do was cut cut the turnovers in half. You know, I think Brady finished the entire year with fifteen picks. I want to say it was only eleven in. I think it was only eleven in the entire or the regular season, but four in the postseason. Because I know he had three in the New Orleans game or the uh, Green Bay game, and I want to say he had one in the Washington game. 
Yes. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, in in your um, dang, I just lost my train of thought. Are you about to say what I what I sent you on? What was it, oh, March? Yeah. Oh yeah, to your to your thing about him being the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, like. I have to agree with you. There's a lot of people who want to get mad. They were arguing on Twitter talking about Serena Williams and, and all her titles and everything and, and what she did whenever she was like, what, like two weeks pregnant or whatever, which, I mean, I'm not going to undermine that because that's, that's crazy to go out there while you're pregnant and then win and, and do the things that she did. But 23 Grand Slam titles, like you have to look at it comparatively to the rest of their sport. It's so, so, so hard to compare completely different sports it, it just doesn't work in the super with super bowls there's one a year for those major titles in tennis in, in tennis i can't remember exactly how many there are per year but there's more than one i'm pretty sure there's more than like three actually mm-hmm. so she gets she has the chance to win multiple titles so right. number wise of course 23 bigger than seven like okay but like let's look at other people in their sport compare tom brady to anyone else who has ever played in the nfl there is no one who has been in the Super Bowl or at the peak, at the very top of, of where you can be the, considered the best in the world 50% of the time. No one, yeah. there's not, other than, other than LeBron, there's, there's been no one who has spent. And LeBron is three and six, or exactly. four and six. Exactly. Four. And there's, other than LeBron, there is no one who has spent 50% of their career at the peak of at the peak of, of what you can be of at the, at the top of the mountain. And then on top of that, seven and 10. Now break that even down further. That's like high 30, low 40%. Like that's, that's 40% of his career has been in the Super Bowl and winning it. He makes yeah, it look easy. It. <laughs> exactly. It, it's so hard to get that's there. It's I like said. Nick Saban. He makes it look easy every year. He makes and, it look and so easy. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me just talk more about, Tom Brady, you know, we talked about it last week with Danny Amendola going on, what was it, First Things First on Fox Sports 1, mm-hmm. and saying the Patriot way was basically the Tom Brady way. Yeah. wasn't really Bill Belichick. And, and you saw that, you saw that not only um, when Tom Brady left, you saw it when Matt Patricia, longtime uh, defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick, goes, goes to Detroit. Detroit tries to do the same thing there, it nope. blows up in his face. Didn't you work. saw it in New England this year. Cam Newton tries to go there. It, it blew up in their face. Tom Brady is there for 19 years, wins, or goes to nine Super Bowls, wins six of them, comes to Tampa, shows this team, hey, we can win here. One for one. Yes. <laughs> we can. In a, in a pandemic-stricken striking whatever in a pandemic off season where you basically don't even get to start practicing for real until August. There was no OTAs. There was really no off season workouts, but you go, I mean, they went 11 and five and he won a super bowl with a team that had only finished over 500 twice since 2007. And both times they missed the playoffs. So, I mean, you can't, you, after this game, you or after this year, you cannot deny the fact it is over 50 50 
giving the credit to Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick in that in that dynasty that was New England. It, it is at least 60% in Tom Brady's favor. It's not Bill it, Belichick it, is a fantastic coach, but he And we had talked about that the best of all time. You can't deny that, but Exactly. It's sixty forty at least in the favor of Tom Brady. And we talked about that last show. Is like who who is it more? And I said it it takes both for you to go to ten of them. It takes both. But you're right. It's obviously more Brady than Belichick. Uh, based off this season, this is the only season we've not seen them together. Belichick didn't make the playoffs. Brady won another Super Bowl, and and it's just. There's not much you can say about that. You can tell it's mostly Brady. The Patriot way is Brady. You see where all the players wanted to go once Brady left. They didn't yep. want to go to the Patriots. They didn't want to go to New England. Like, that's not a fun place to be. Tired exactly. You've heard many accounts. Gronk, plenty of other players are just like, hey, this is, you win, but it's not fun. Like, you're, you're, you're not, right. you're not, it's not a place that you're here to have fun. This is business. Like, you are here to win. And this is a crazy take, too, to that point. You're here to win, and it's not fun while you're winning. I think Tom Brady going to Tampa proved that you can have fun while you're winning Super Bowls. I think the last time Tom Brady had fun while winning a Super Bowl was early early 2000s when he won those three in the beginning of his career. I. And sticking, sticking sort of with Tom Brady, but with the uh, it's just so crazy how this season ended up and, and. Every year, it's the fact that he's always on top, which makes people hate him, and they look for the tiny, like the littlest, um, everything, little everything. Ev- evidence, littlest, smallest piece of evidence that you can find to say he's, he's declined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he threw a pick six in his final game or in his final pass with New England, and he lost in the wild card round. He's washed. He. You know, this team is seven and five with all of the this Bucks team is seven and five with all of these superstars. They're underperforming. They're not even gonna win the division. This is nowhere near a Super Bowl team. And you know, go back and listen to our shows. I I was an angry fan. I, I am guilty of that. Mm-hmm. But you know, everybody was just trying to find all these storylines. Oh, it'll never be a fit with with Brady and, and Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians is a whore. Brady doesn't belong in a no risk it, no biscuit offense. Tom Brady is is not the same personality as Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has too much of an ego to where he um, won't let Tom Brady take the reins. And none of that was true. I mean, at least seventy percent of that was the media. Now. Bruce Arians did call out Tom Brady in the media a couple of times. Some of it was blown out of proportion, but some of it did sound like he was throwing him under the bus. And I'm sure there was a little talk there at the bye week. But, you know, even even after the loss to the Chiefs, remember, the Bucks didn't have a bye week until week 13. They were the last team in the NFL to have a bye week. Mm-hmm. And... You know, after that Minnesota win, it was like, yeah, they won, but nothing has really changed my opinion. Not convincing enough. Yeah. The the turning point in the season was the comeback from 24-7 to against the Falcons. 
and it just the offense took off from there. And that second half of against Atlanta and Atlanta, it was like this offense finally caught fire. You know, mm-hmm. like it just everything. Like everybody just wanted the Bucks to fail. Everybody wanted uh, Tom Brady to fail. Yeah, that's I'm tired of. Him. I mean, want, I, I, I mean, definitely want Tom Brady to fail. Yes, it's they wanted Tampa to fail because they signed all of these players and they signed um, they signed Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is he's only hated because he wins. He is only hated because he's been to fifty percent of the Super Bowls since two thousand. Exactly, and. Uh, they hate you know, us. They ain't us. That's what they. That's what I always say about Bama. They hate us because they ain't us. Exactly. If we're in they, this position. They, they wouldn't hate us. <laughs> they would love it. Yeah, and uh, well, now I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give some credit to Jason Light. You know, since we started the show and back in September 2019 with the radio station, I have been hard on Jason Light. He. Failed on a few draft picks such as Vernon Hargraves and, and trading up in the second round to draft Roberto Aguayo, a kicker. And, and all these failed free agent signings like Deshaun Jackson and, and Chris Baker and Anthony Collins and Michael Johnson. All these guys that, that just were a complete disaster. And... Everybody wanted him gone, along with Dirk Cutter, after the 2018 year. And, you know, I don't know what he said. I don't, I don't, under, I don't know how he survived that 2018 season, after that 2018 season. But he did, and he brought in Bruce Arians. And he, Bruce Arians brought in Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich and this really amazing staff. And... You know, it, it just, he needs, basically, after he signed Tom Brady, I think I told you, I told some, I think I told you, he, Jason Light can erase everything, every mistake that he made in the first six years with Tampa, drafting Jameis Winston. He can erase all of these mistakes in his first six years in Tampa if this Tom Brady thing catches fire and this this Tom Brady thing works and everybody will forget about the mistakes that he made. Everybody will look at him as this genius. Yes. Football sports in general. What have you done for me lately? And right now, Jason Light looks really good in what he's done for you lately. He just brought a Super Bowl for your team after getting... He I don't is know how much convincing he did to get Tom Brady there, but he got Tom Brady into the Bucks. He got Leonard Fournette, went out and signed other guys like LaShawn McCoy, re-signed it, Shaq Barrett, kept guys yeah. like Dominican Sue and Vita Vea. Like it, it was he did a lot. It, it just he he's 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 gotten it right in the draft the first or the past three years, drafting Vita Vea in the first round, which I was upset about at the time, but Look at look at what a difference he made, especially in the NFC Championship, and look at you know drafting um, Devin White. Devin White. Um, um, he drafts uh, Scotty Miller in the sixth round. He drafts 
second, I mean... Antoine Winfield. On Winfield, second round steal. Uh, Tristan Wirfs this year. I mean, Mike Edwards, Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean. I'm, mm-hmm. he, he, he's hit some home runs in this draft. I still... I still think that the Bucks are one of one of the in the top half of the league when it comes to being one of the younger teams in the NFL. But you know, not only has he did he he finally got it right with the free agent signings, and, and it goes back to 2019. In 2019, the Bucks had a horrible cap situation, and and he somehow made it work with these free agent signings. He goes out and he gets Shaq Barrett to a one year deal, and Shaq Barrett. 19 sacks breaks the NFL record in 2019 and you know this year with Tom Brady going out really stealing Leonard Fournette because nobody nobody would trade for him so the Jags just released him and and Leonard Fournette took advantage of that change of scenery and 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 got a ring exploded in the playoffs he he, he was okay in the regular season, but he exploded in the playoffs. Season, remember, we had said Ronald Jones should be the guy over him. We were like, why is Ron? I think it was the Chicago game. We were like, why is Ronald Jones not the guy? Like, her, I'm pretty sure it was Chicago or so, one, one of, of the games. One of the games. And we were like, hey, like, and then now Leonard Fournette has shown back to what we know that he can do. So, yeah, Jason, like, did a great job of of putting a team together. Once he knew that he got Tom Brady on the door, he did a great job of hitting the ground to to know that I have a 43-year-old quarterback who wants to win now. I need to win now. Like, this is not time to play around. We're and not the key, up for future. <laughs> the key word... Everybody is saying, oh, Brady's here for two years. They're really going for... They're going for it in these two years, and they are just... They're going all in. And, and yes, you're kind of right on that. But, you know, this is still a, rel- a relatively young team. It has has that are already, already like, locked, yeah. locked up. I mean, Vita Vea, Carl, I mean, the, the secondary. <clears throat> it's Chris... 23 24 and it's just he is not the team for the future like this team <laughs> even even tom brady what he is what tom brady has done is he is he has given this team the belief that they can win mm-hmm. and and he's made it and I Jason think that even, sorry i i think that even when this team even when he finally retires and if they can lock up these guys you know, long term, even when they get a new quarterback, I'm not saying they're going to be Super Bowl contenders every single year, exactly. but and you know, this team will not go away. Exactly, and that's what I was going to say. Is is Devin White's young? Levante David. I'm not sure what his contract situation is like, but if I remember correctly, he was. He's going to be back next year. I think he's going to get a contract. Yeah, exactly. If it, that, that's what I was about to say. If I remember correctly, he was the one they chose over Quan Alexander, so I don't see them letting him go anytime, like, super soon. So Devin White's going to be here, Antoine Winfield. You see the whole secondary. The only people that are really in the air defensively, Jason Pierre-Paul, I'm not sure how long his contract, Ndamukong Kunsu and Shaq Barrett. But... I, I think that Dominic Sue could definitely. 
He did get the franchise tag. I I've heard that he wants to stay in Tampa, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, is he going to be the odd man out? I don't know. I think Sue is most likely to be the odd man out in that situation. He was already. This was his second straight year with a one-year deal. They'll be okay I, with Peter. I Bates think Chris Godwin is guaranteed to get the franchise tag. I think that that's a guarantee to give Chris Godwin the franchise tag. Um, but, but Sue, with Sue, I think he's left out because they feel comfortable enough with a guy like Vita Vea when he's healthy. Exactly, they and production isn't. They're not missing Sue's production. They had Khalil Davis from last year's draft, who who was pretty decent. Raheem Nunez Roches is is going to be a lot cheaper option, so they probably choose him and and try to go through the draft. But Jason Pierre-Paul just signed a two-year extension in la- after last year, so I think he's locked up through, I want to say, 2022 or 2023. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... But what Jason liked has done has made... He's made it so that once Tom Brady retires, may that be next year or the next two, three years, because I, I when a guy doesn't look like they're slowing down, it's hard to tell. <laughs> they're 43. But... Yeah. It, he's made it so that you can kind of plug and play. If you if you get a quarterback that is good enough who can play now, once Tom Brady's gone, maybe they can sign another quarterback or or draft one that they can just be like, here's your great team that, that's around you. Like now exactly. go play great. Like and and you know, drafting Tristan Wirfs this year, Donovan Smith finally seemed like he he came onto the scene this year and Ali Marpet is one of the best guards in the NFL. Ryan Jensen, top five, one of the best centers. Um, and, and Alex Kappa was almost a pro bowl guard this year. It, the crazy thing is this team in salary cap is top t- is in one of the best situations, top 10 in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. I think mostly they're, I don't know if they're going to try and go out and get anybody to bring in. Yeah, I think it's this year they're going it, to. It's it's not necessarily about getting other guys to join the team. This is going to be about making sure this team stays together. Yeah, and to be honest with you, looking ahead to next year, this team, I real I really believe this team could be even better next year if they keep. Some of the main guys. Um, I don't know what will happen with Shaquille Barrett. I I, I don't know what will happen with Godwin or Fournette or AB. But this team, I I think I think Gronk is a guarantee re-sign. I really do. He was on a one-year deal. I I really think he's either going to retire again or he's going to re-sign because I don't see him playing with anybody other than Tom Brady. I think they might sign if they if they re-sign him. I think they'll ask him to go for a lower price. Yeah, I think OJ Howard. I could see being the odd man out because Cameron Braid's locked up for the next couple of years. When you get hurt, that kind of screws you over. And, and this was his contract year. They have the opportunity to either pick up or decline his option this year. Um, so I thought that I thought he was going to get traded after after they traded for Gronk last year. But if they if it comes to that situation, I see O.J. Howard being the odd man out. Tanner Hudson is a capable third tight end, I believe. 
So I think other players are more important to keep than O.J. Howard is. Mm-hmm, definitely. definitely. And <clears throat> I, I don't want to... I want to say a little bit about the Chiefs because I can't. I don't know how long we've gone so far, but I want to say something about the Chiefs. Is that I don't. The Chiefs will be back. I don't see the Chiefs going anywhere either. No. This, no. this this game does not. It did not tell me anything about how the Chiefs' future is going to go. I think in this game, in, it's just the Chiefs had a bad game plan. Or didn't have one that it looked not. It didn't look like they had one that was visible that you could see. Or <clears throat> and the Bucks had a really good game plan, and and that's what Chiefs should have gone to the run earlier. Exactly. They should have. They should have been more balanced early. And that's what dictated the game. And so mm-hmm. I don't want people to think like, oh, Chiefs completely choked. Like they're Falcons now. Like like wrap it up. This is this was their year. Like it's done. Like you've seen. AFC Championship, Super Bowl, Super Bowl out of yeah. Patrick Mahomes in his three years starting. They will be back. They will be back. And they will get better because they know that they have to get better if they're going to meet up with a team like the Bucks, maybe again. Because I, ha- I promise you, Pat Mahomes, Tyron Matthew, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey are sitting at home like pissed off about the fact that, wow, we really let these guys beat us after we went out there and whooped them the first time. And it looks like since they have Tom Brady, we're most likely going to meet them again in this situation. If this, if you know, their 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 biggest loss in free agency is going to be Sammy Watkins. They could lose Bashad Breeland and Demarcus Robinson. Those are not even guys that exactly. Rashad those Breland, are guys that's corner, okay that's to not losing. Everybody else is going to be back. Exactly. That's why I was like, Rashad Breeland is their best corner, and that's that's not a that's not a great statement to make. Like he, he, we've seen him be up and down. So it, and with the with the emergence of Legarius Sneed this year, I I think that's his name, Legarius Sneed, <laughs> the the rookie from Louisiana Tech. I mean, he played pretty good. That guy, that guy, along with you know maybe they go out and get a Patrick Peterson in free agency. I think we saw that the Cardinals are parting ways with him earlier today. I think that's a team that could take him. And but and, everybody else. Seems to be locked up. Yep, and and I think they'll make moves in terms because if, if we're being honest, the two things they really need to do is maybe shore up the defense a little bit and just get healthy. They they had guys hurt in this game, so it they'll be back. And and oh yeah, the last point I want to make that I was kind of making earlier before I went off into the tangent of 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 percentages of how great Tom Brady's been 50% of his career or whatever is is that whenever you said greatest athlete of all time you it's hard to compare like I said to someone who's been pregnant two weeks whatever whatever that's that's of course when you think athlete and you think of like physical ability Tom Brady's not the picture that pops into your mind it's not in terms of like physical athletics that's not the picture that pops into your mind but in terms of of athlete of person to play or sport professionally, he he has to be the first person to pop into your mind. He has to be. He has to be. Because whenever you compare, and this is what I was talking about, when you compare him to the peers of everyone else who's played in the NFL, compare Serena to the other people who have been, who have played major league tennis, or major tennis or whatever. I'm not professional tennis. She's got 23 titles. The next closest person, 22. 
Tom Brady has seven. Tom Brady has more Super Bowl appearances, more Super Bowl wins than the team with the most Super Bowls, Super Bowl victories in history. Exactly, and it and it's, and that's what I'm saying. Like he has the Steelers have the most Super Bowl victories in history, and Tom Brady has one more than them. Tom Brady, yeah. the person, not the team, not the team of the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just it's ridiculous. And and when you look at that, like I told you, Serena has 23. Next closest, 22. Tom Brady has seven. Next closest is five from Charles Haley, and a couple of those were just. Him on the team just because he free agent signed there. He wasn't actually <laughs> contributing. Like he wasn't yeah. actually like he wasn't contributing enough for you to be like, oh yeah, this was Charles Haley team and he won it for them. Like no, you can say for most of Tom Brady's Super Bowls, especially his back half run of Super Bowls, it's been a lot of Tom Brady. It's been mostly Tom Brady who's been putting this together and doing these things. So and and then on top of that, when you just look at appearances, there's there's no one that's even. There's only one person that's reached half. Once again, Charles Haley. He's reached 10. Charles Haley made it to five. Of course, he won all five. I told you he got put into a great situation. But it's just, there's not, the the gap between Tom Brady and the rest of the NFL is large. The gap between Serena Williams and the rest of the tennis world isn't as big. So it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, she's the greatest athlete of all time because of what she can do physically. When I can see so much of a gap between Tom Brady and the rest compared yeah. to her. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, it's, I don't even, I don't even see it as much of a debate. I mean, and I, people on Twitter are going at it for this. He makes it look so easy. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the kind of person, I, I try not to be the kind of person in an argument who says, Oh, you're just a hater. That's why. That's why you don't. That's why you don't agree with it. But Tom Brady is the most hated player in the NFL because he's so successful. You say, or one of, you, not the most hated player in the NFL. He's one. People don't like him because he's successful and because he's on top, and nobody else is 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 topping him. For you to for for the people on Twitter to completely write off the debate of whether or not he's the greatest athlete of all time just because of what Serena Williams has done. Like, for them to not even think about, well, dang, this could be a real argument, like, or consider, and to just be like, yo, yeah, no, Serena Williams because she did this pregnant. Like, that's just, in sports minds, like, you have to know better than that. Like, you have to know that it's it's different. Like, it, it takes more. And then Serena plays in a, 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 a sport by herself. She's an individual sport. This is a team sport. Anyone could have messed it up for Tom Brady. We've seen people mess it up for Tom Brady. Like <laughs> we've seen it multiple times. So it's 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 like it, it takes more. It really does take more for you to get a whole team on the same page to do these things. And the teams, in team sports, the two the two best ath- like two of the best that get debated, Tom Brady, LeBron James. Look look the argument you make is look at what the teams did in their last year of them being there, or their last few years of them being there, and look at what that same team did when those two yeah. left. Yep. When Tom Brady leaves, the Patriots go six and ten. When, when uh, LeBron leaves, LeBron left, leaves. Went to trash. He left the same team. Trash. Cleveland was a lottery team the year after he left, and then they had the same exact nucleus Both around. Yes, to a lottery. Exactly. <laughs> like, 
but you know just a just a a season that I will never forget a, a team that will not be forgotten mm-hmm. just just an unbelievable an unbelievable season and, and you know a season where even though the bucks had a lot of star players just a lot of they went through it season everybody counted them out the entire season oh they're going to lose to the saints in the playoffs because they lost to the saints lost to or they lost to the saints twice dominated both times they're not going to beat the packers because it's in lambeau and aaron rodgers is amazing they're not going to beat the chiefs because the chiefs are the chiefs like they just there was never a doubt that they were three of those games were going on there was no doubt that they were going to lose exactly there there really wasn't but you got anything else before we wrap it up no tom brady's undisputed man he's undisputed i i I, and and i won't lie it irks me i'm one of those people that that hate on tom brady just because he's so successful but it's crazy but you don't deny that he's the best. Everybody else will try to deny that he's the best. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not stupid. Like, and and no, not to insult anyone who thinks that way, but like, that's just insane. <laughs> you can't. There's no way. Yeah. There's just. And, but that is the show. This was probably the most fun that I've had doing a show in our entire existence. Before we go, I do want to give a quick shout out to the Atlanta Braves for re-signing Marcelo Zuna on Friday. Yeah, Four-year, $72 million deal. Home, great job by Alex Anthopoulos. When in doubt, trust AA. And, but, but that's going to be the show for us today. Um, it was a great show. We'll be back on Thursday with a little more, a little more NFL talk, a little bit of off-season outlook for uh, the Falcons, the Bucks, and, and everybody really – Everything going on with this QB carousel in the NFL, it, it, it's going to be an interesting offseason, and we're going to give a little bit more of an outlook into that. And then uh, baseball spring training's coming up here this week and then next uh, with pitchers and catchers reporting. Get a little bit into that. But this time for Justin, I'm Chase. Deuce, deuce.